Welcome to MIA 2K. Your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We're Kathy and Laura, and we're so happy you could join us today. You probably know us from, just kidding, you don't know us yet. We're just two Miami girls with obsessive fandom tendencies who fell into the inescapable void of Korean entertainment. And we're here to share our insights and spill all the tea only grown fans like us can enjoy. We've done all the research and acclimating so you don't have to. Before we begin, please make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you love visuals like us, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We drop episodes with our hot and sunny takes every week. Hi, guys. Hi, y'all. <laughs> Before we start, we just want to mention that our IG, our Instagram audience, does not know us at all. <laughs> and we feel very not seen and very not understood. We'll go into it a little bit later, but we just needed to put that out there at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, it was necessary. Uh, today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different from our usual because we're not actually going to focus on a specific topic as we tend to do. But just like Twitter was kind of a mess today. It's always a mess. Twitter is always a mess. But there was a lot happening today. So Laura and I have been talking all day nonstop and we're like, you know what, let's take this to the pod. So anyway, because of that, there's a lot that we want to cover. So we're going to jump right in. And we want to make you feel comfortable to chit chat with us along the way. So take notes on all the things we're going to talk about and then let us know by commenting on either YouTube or our social media accounts, what you think and uh, just hope that you don't get whiplash from us being unhinged and so chaotic today because we're going to be jumping around a lot. So anyway. yeah. So yesterday was World Music Day and we thought of doing like a whole little like Instagram stories thing and like showing our music taste for the last month and to make it like interactive we had people guess who the receipts belong to do you want to explain what Receptify is sure it's just a I would guess some sort of API that connects to uh, Spotify you let it get your metrics from your the back end and it tells you e- what you've been listening to the most over the past month, over the past six months, or all time. So I check in every so often. I don't, but because Kathy does it every so often, I got really, really curious. So like one of these past days, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And it's actually pretty fun. <laughs> so we decided to like post this up in our stories or whatever. And <laughs> When we were sharing our receipts with each other, <laughs> Kathy's like, I am going to be sold out. This is this is a bit too much. And why is that, Kathy? Yeah, why because so we decided to share only the last month, right? And because BTS just had a comeback, I am a faithful army. And army said BTS lockdown. So I've been on BTS lockdown since proof came out. So my entire thing for the last month was BTS, like my receipts, I, I bring receipts, like I am fucking army. So yeah, I was like, Laura, I like to show a different side of myself. <laughs> and this is not, it's not serving that it's not giving, it's not giving what I needed to do. So anyway, Laura was like, it's fine. I'll just post it. And then let's like have a little poll or whatever and see if people can guess. 
Well, twist. <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> the plot really thickens. Everyone. I guess I'm not as obvious as I. I'm wearing purple for fucking God's sake. Say like, I I every time there's like an army or like a BTS story on Instagram, it's usually you, <laughs> and it's. I mean, I think it's obvious because sometimes your face, or most of the time, your face is in it. Like, yeah, like, it should be obvious. I mean, I guess not. Like the ones that I like, I write on. I I guess people don't really know like who's who yet. I guess but yeah. like it's people like it was really kind of surprising not in a good way it was like <laughs> wow these are it's not just like people you know our <laughs> lovely audience listeners and followers who engage with our content that we don't really know we haven't spoken to but there's a lot of people there that we actually talk to on a regular basis and everyone but one person from those that we talk <laughs> about like people that we met post like after we started the podcast out of all those people only one person got it right and yeah it was it it was it put a lot in you know brought a lot out into the light for us it it was it was a lot for me like I didn't realize that like my energy was on BTS army through and through because like never, like, never thought it would be not that that's a bad thing or anything but like I think I've said that I'm in Carrotland <laughs> permanently for the last six months <laughs> The stories, like they, they're very like, I think you even added your own sticker to a lot of your stories, like because you were so proud to talk about it. So people are really out of the loop. And like even your mom, I think, voted for she, did. she, she saw BTS and she's like, oh no, that's loud. <laughs> Let me put it in. It was hilarious. So yeah, we feel we feel kind of attacked, not seen. We feel um yeah, distraught a little bit. I don't know. But it's funny to know that uh we can still kind of conceal who we are within our yeah. audience and we're joking obviously guys it's 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 uh, it's hard to tell I I know yeah. from, like who posts what. So it, it was just funny yeah. cuz Laura constantly has to remind me, Kathy, we're not like only going to talk about BTS and I'm like, I know, but like they're just they have everything like what else is there to talk about a lot there's a lot to talk about but anyway literally in my list bts made it twice no i'm sorry bts made it once with run bts because that song slaps it is a bop it is amazing it is a summertime perfection oh banger that's a good word (laughs) hey summertime perfection also works and like everything else has been pretty different i've been recently obsessed with bi and king kong i can't pronounce his last name so it's the k and the a my eso life doesn't accept it i've been obsessed with them and so they they obviously showed up in my monthly one but anyway aside from that kathy gave a whole ass in-depth review of the demos from bts proof album and a lot of people agreed with your opinions actually I was surprised that so many people responded because whenever I go on these rants I feel like you know once you uh, when you're following people on Instagram and you see like the stitching pattern at the top Mm -hmm. of the stories and it looks like it's a lot I like click out like there's people that I'll stick around for them because I'm interested in what they have to say but I wasn't sure that we were those people yet for our audience so I was quite surprised that as many people stuck around as they did and that people decided to answer us and engage in conversation 
a lot of people agreed some people disagreed it was great to have these talks in our dms so please do feel free to slide into my dms because i love to talk about all of these things in depth so it was it was really cute to get to listen to things that they were working on and things that just with a couple of tweaks like could have ended up being completely different songs and things like that and it was really uh nice to listen to those two songs that were new but old that just songs that they never released that they were really cute and i wish that they do release them on spotify at some point so i can stream them these are my confessions i still don't have my proof album it is on its way but i still don't have it and i also haven't I also haven't listened to any of the demos. It's cool. I mean, listen, I had, I mean, the, the CD arrived while I was uh, out of town. So I didn't have it on the 10th. I had it after the 12th, but I've mm-hmm. had it this whole time. And I didn't listen to it until yesterday. Cause I feel like I wanted to sit and listen to it and form thoughts and like take it in as an experience. And I'm not always in the mood for that. And mm-hmm. we all have jobs and things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Like it's, it's actually not your fault that you haven't listened to it yet. Mine was really- good choice. <laughs> I really like when you go into these reviews because they're pretty insightful and they always have like a different side that I probably wouldn't have thought of. I'm so I always a frustrated music critic and like thinking that I know it's it's giving like snares from hip hop layers and I don't know <laughs> who do I think I am. It's like your your shower review of Kai's second mini album. That was a fucking amazing. That's where it um, started for me. If you guys haven't seen it, it's part of our highlights on Instagram. I would recommend it. The way that you, for that particular mini album, like the way that you told the story of like each song, I didn't agree with all of like the vibes, but I did agree with the overall like story that you were thinking that Kai was trying to tell. And it made so much sense. It really put the album in like a different perspective. Because I always like Kai's albums are made to listen to in order, like 100%. facts, like n- there's no debate. It's just it is what it is. But the way that you told it, it made me even like it more. It was great. Anyway, that, that album, it's like it's not what I did. It's just like that's what Kai served. Like he he just did an incredible job with the storytelling, the putting things in order. The I, I like Laura said, I mean, she mentioned the shower. Maybe we don't, we, we haven't talked about this. So you guys are like shower. What? Uh, I tend to listen to music in the shower. I listen to music all day. I'm 24 yeah. seven with my music on. So I listen to music in the shower. And I remember that day when I take, when I wash my hair, it's a whole procedure. Like it, I take a really long time in the shower. So I can probably listen to a mini album in one bath, like 100%. So that day I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this album from like beginning to end and kind of really see the vibes. And I could, I visually could see everything that he wanted to kind of portray in my own, like how I received it. He probably had a little bit of different messaging in there, but whatever. Uh, So I really enjoyed it. And then I sent Laura this like testament on WhatsApp of like how I felt about each song, what it it was conveying and uh, like the musicality of it and the genre thing. Like I gave that to her and she was like, okay I'm gonna listen to it like again with like your now with this in mind and ever since then I, I think I work for billboard now we appreciate all of you coming along for the ride with with us thank you also for any carrots out there that are looking for friends hit me up I feel so lonely <laughs> lonely I feel so alone 
like I posted a story asking like uh, you guys like if you're gonna watch the Be The Sun live streaming this weekend and everybody said no like, I was so sad but anyway if you're a carrot and you're looking for a friend I'm here talk to me let's be friends Laura's not completely <laughs> alone like I'm along for the ride I'm just yes, not yes. as in it yet but, I, but I'm in it because I, I mean we, we talk to people that are like oh we still don't know all the members and stuff like I, I started in April and I knew all the members within like a couple weeks and I, I could I could tell them apart by just their eyes from that picture that you sent me that yeah. collage of just their eyes like I have improved that like massively with a carrot land so she's not alone alone I'm just you know I, I understand that she wants someone to be as excited as she is and I'm not there yet so mm-hmm. if anybody wants to jump in here and like try to be there for Laura when she's freaking out over 17 things which is every day yeah uh, so just just know that just be ready for that it is every day it is an everyday commitment I recently ordered Woozy's Ruby photo cards I I'm in heaven <laughs> she sent them to just me thinking. she sent them to me twice because it's not enough with sending them once she, she really... was like look at them again and I was like I saw them <laughs> I saw them <laughs> I really like his profile and I bought two of them of just his profile from like the Ruby um his Ruby comeback as like a solo and I'm dying I'm so excited it's great it's perfection but anyway moving on so usually I'm not really into like I I don't really have the latest news I I'm not super late into the game but I'm you know not that quick in getting news Kathy is usually the one that's like super into just getting information from everywhere and anywhere if there is something new Kathy usually has like a hint of knowledge about it and today our whatsapp group was a lot like but like in a good way I was having a great time because work sucks and this was like a, ooh, oh no way the tea was piping hot today guys so yeah I think Laura and I have our days like I think the day that uh, Jay Park got announced coming to head on the clouds you you broke the news to me you broke something else like so there's days that Laura breaks the news to me because I'm deep like knee deep in work and there's other days that I we're both hating life and I'm the one breaking the news and again so much happened today this is why our episode is differently structured today because Twitter was a mess Twitter is a mess every day let me let me say that as a multi-stan as someone who's been on Twitter and it's probably one of the platforms that I enjoy the most, both on my personal profile as well as on our MIA2K podcast mm-hmm. handle. I really enjoy Twitter because it's just like Twitter sense of humor is so delicious. Like the, the branding of humor, <laughs> unhinged. It's chaotic. It's quick. So I love it. I love Twitter to like find out things on the spot and, and get, like Laura said, like at least a hint of knowledge so I know what's going on. But yeah, every day it's a mess, especially when you're belong to so many different fandoms. And every day there's a there's a some sort of army explosion on Twitter every single day. Either there's fan wars or there's like the industry with like versus army or army versus the world. Like it's a lot. So today there were three main things that were kind of floating around the Twitter 
dumpster fire of the day. Number one, we saw that RM came back from a trip. Some people swarmed him at the airport. Some people said it was respectful. Other people, me, not, I don't, I don't, I don't think the airport uh, thing is for me. I think that's super creepy. Like the last thing I want when I get, I always come out of a flight angry, like always, <laughs> always. The last thing I want is anyone shoving a phone in my face. And like, especially yeah. in Korea, like they walk by your side with like the phone, uh, like, no. So it's you know, a lot. This man, RM, is getting off a flight allegedly from Paris. So somewhere in Europe, which is a long flight to South Korea. And he has people walking next to him, shoving cameras on their face. And he was being so gracious about it. He really, truly was. Thank God it wasn't like a huge mob. But still, it makes me feel so uncomfortable whenever I see the mobs that form at the airports for any idols. My question is, how do they find out? Like, how? That's the thing. I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew for certain because it was a very, very, very small crowd. It wasn't a mob. So So they just just happened to be there. I think they happened to be there. Maybe Uh, someone got tipped off. Maybe. But it wasn't. They didn't have enough time to get there or they didn't have enough information or whatever. Maybe Mm. dispatch. I'm sure they have a a room set up somewhere in the airport airport, so they can just (laughs) run with their cameras to go like catch capture the latest arrivals or departures. Mm. So anyway, but the reason why uh, this was a thing on Twitter today is because when uh, RM was in Switzerland, Laura and I I are not knee deep into like actual like schedules and things like we know Mm -hmm. what they want us to know. And I think that's how most people should be. But enough. yeah, but then so we found out because of a Swiss army account and by Swiss army, I mean like army from Switzerland. I know Swiss army uh, is a brand. So <laughs> because of <laughs> Switzerland <laughs> army uh, posted a statement kind of saying, you know, we we didn't want to talk about this earlier because we didn't want to bring more attention to it. But RM was filmed clearly without his consent while he was out with a friend in Switzerland dining and stuff. And we were hoping that it was going to die down if we didn't give it attention. But that wasn't the case. Like they were the Swiss or Switzerland army was saying that they were disheartened by the fact that when these videos were making the rounds on TikTok and on Twitter or whatever, other fans, because let's not call them army because we don't know, where, oh my God, I want to run into him and liking it and spreading it and sending it. And it's like, they're on their off time. And mm-hmm. I think ARMY up until 2019, because it was still kind of contained, knew to leave them alone for the most part when they were seen on vacation because we are respectful of their privacy and we understand that they are not objects that are meant to like entertain us. And when we see them out and about, no, you don't. But after 2020 and Dynamite and BTS became this huge, un- like never before seen story that it is, now there's like a lot of fans and that are not necessarily Mm -hmm. army there's casual fans there's people that know of them maybe Mm -hmm. have seen them on like a late night show and they don't understand fan etiquette and the fan member rules so Mm -hmm. it's really unfortunate that these guys can't get a break even when they're on break (laughs) yeah yeah it's just to me it's a little too much there's no need you seeing him in the airport what is it going to do to you just see him like I don't know. It's just weird. You have a to bad me, video of a bad weird. angle while you're walking. Like it's, it's <clears throat> nauseating. It's ridiculous. And yeah, again, I know that I would hate it for myself. Like I would be the worst celebrity ever if people were coming up to me 
and at times that I really don't feel myself or mm-hmm. after a flight or whatever. So yeah, anyway. That's and, and like, and, and one last thing, like it means more if you're in the airport and you just so happen to see him, like the memory should be enough. Like what is the point of running up against him and trying to get a bit like, whatever. You're not right. it. it's enough. Not it. Not the scene. <laughs> the the other reason why Twitter was a dumpster fire today was because the chairman of the Korea Singers Association <laughs> said, "Baby, come back," <laughs> and released a statement where basically he was begging BTS to reconsider their hiatus their time off their off period whatever you want to call it as an army as a fan as a onlooker whatever because let me read his words verbatim because i think i don't want to i don't want to say something that he didn't say so and again these are from the translation so i don't even know how you know accurate this is but i think it's pretty accurate so part of his statement said as difficult as it was for there to be the next Beatles, it is difficult to anticipate the next BTS. And thus, I am afraid that the Hollywood wave will cease. Although I know it was a difficult decision to make, I would like to ask that you reconsider the decision for the sake of Korea's music industry. <laughs> okay. This man threw Dramatic. The, whole, the whole chest behind this. Like, he said, listen, we're about to lose tourism money, we're about to lose music money, and this is our biggest export. Like, I don't even know what their GDP is at right now, considering BTS's contribution. But we know that BTS and K-pop have affected and became a export. Laura, is that what you called it? Like when we yeah. talked about it, like an, ex- an actual export. It, of it South is an Korea. export. That's so what they consider it. Yeah. Since like the 90s, They're, they have invested in this and they wanted this to happen because they wanted to, as a, as a young democracy, they wanted to make the situation better for the country. So because K-pop and BTS do influence the Korean economy, mm-hmm. especially after 2020 and 2021, where uh, traveling was so contained, yeah, they are kind of panicking because they don't want this thing to and throw a wrench exactly in, in, their, in their traveling stuff. So he said that. He also said, if BTS disappears, homie, they said break calm down like they have commitments in 2039 and in 2030 they'll be here calm down if bts disappears the Hallyu evangelist army will also disappear thanos like we're all we all gonna just <laughs> evaporate uh, and neither Hallyu tourism nor a cultural powerhouse can be expected i asked the national assembly and the government to play, pay close attention so that the Hallyu boom can continue to spread And then he closed with, we earnestly ask you to actively review the revision of the Military Service Act so that BTS can continue to work. So this man is on his knees with flowers, begging, (laughs) begging BTS to reconsider their off time so they can do their solo work. And he's begging the government to figure their shit out and not make them enlist which Laura and I touched on during the episode about BTS Festa and their announcement, we were saying, go ahead, Laura. Yeah, we mentioned that we wondered if this was going to affect their campaign to have them get exempt from enlisting. And apparently, based on this guy's words and statement, 
it 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 actually is and personally i think they're just gonna enlist because i don't think the whole country is gonna be behind letting them being exempt and two i think it's also just like like a pride thing in a way like 100 percent. i mean you know sports stars and people have been exempt before but i feel like they're not that type of people to get pride from being exempt so i i personally think they're just gonna enlist and they're preparing for it right now i agree as well i think that they have all the data that they need to have to know about how people are gonna feel so mm-hmm. i think that they're making the decision very carefully and or that they have made it very carefully if it's already been made and i agree that they're gonna enlist that's also my feeling <laughs> okay and the, the last thing that we're gonna talk about about the twitterverse being up in flames I don't want to get into this too much because I feel like this can be super delicate and I don't want to rush talking about it, but just mention Mm -hmm. it. There has been a lot of discourse about how fandoms in general are toxic and Mm -hmm. especially within K-pop and journalists are basically silenced or can't really say that they don't agree with something a group did or they can't question a group's decision or they can't even critique the music itself or like a comeback or whatever mm-hmm. because k-popies will go and you know tag their employers and be like you should fire this person and that's super toxic yeah huge like totally agree with that like we we as adult mature working women fully are like we would never do that on twitter to like put someone on blast for especially like one specific person and be like you should fire them for simply having an opinion that's not Mm -hmm. how life works there's just like a lot going on and all i have to say is if we didn't give any airtime to this and if we didn't give any retweets to any of this and if we followed namjoon's advice and just ignored the haters and ignored even if it's someone that you think is close to them or in their circle they'll find out about it we don't have to go in and like fight people and start sending emails to big hit they know everything like they really they it's really naive of a lot of a lot of fans to think that like I'm gonna protect them and I'm going to save them like just ignore it like the more noise you make the more attention it's gonna get and the more people are they're gonna get on their side to like that you're gonna justify basically what they're saying at the end of the day is what's happening right now so yeah journalism journalists are here to tell a story and we need to let them say whatever they want to say and if you don't agree with it you move on that's how life works you're not going to agree with everyone's opinion Mm -hmm. and no one's perfect people are allowed to be criticized or people should be criticized and should grow from the criticism of course to a certain extent but yeah so that was a little wild yeah like Kathy said a little naive to think that maybe at the beginning they needed protecting uh people to stand up for them when they first came out but right now, my guys, they have the biggest company behind them. The company that manages not only BTS, but also Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, J Balvin. Like these are pretty big names worldwide. Like they don't need us normal people in our rooms tweeting like it's not gonna do much to be quite honest like they're also freaking grown-ass man like no (laughs) no it's just it's it's the proving the point for me like you know you're out here 
talking about how you want to be in BTS lockdown and then you're interacting, posting recordings, things, whatever. It's like, just, just don't. So anyway, let's, let's do better. So anyway, that was Twitter today. Aside from that, we'll just mention really quickly and the, the rest of our BTS thoughts for the week. (laughs) Yes. John Cook's first solo move after the announcement, Charlie Puth featuring John Cook coming out this Friday. I forget the name of the song. Left and right. Left and right. Right. Left and right. But different. Probably not that. (laughs) Very not that. No, it sounds really good. It actually sounds like it's gonna be a a cute summer bop. Mm -hmm. And the the promotion for it was genius. The way that 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 Charlie announced it on TikTok and Reels was was really genius. So we can't wait. Um Mm -hmm. and that I'm not a fan of the whole like dropping a physical CD for one song. I think it's super wasteful. I, I've become much more environmentally conscious in the past like three, four years. And I'm tr- I've tried to be minimalist. The K-pop industry does not let me be minimalist, but I really do hate doing a whole CD for one song. I think that's just super wasteful. So stream. And then billboard charts. That's that's something else that happened this week. So it was the first week of measuring after mm-hmm. proof dropped close as of last Thursday, uh, mm-hmm. midnight EST, I think and we were waiting until monday for the results we saw that harry styles topped the the hot 100 mm-hmm. with as it was totally granted totally understandable bts mm-hmm. debuted on the billboard 200 at number one mm-hmm. on this week's top 10 on the artist 100 bts was number one and it's their 21st week at number one and on the hot trending songs chart which is basically what billboard had to do so that bts songs could not be at number one every week so the hot trending songs is like here you can have a new chart for yourself bts is on spots number one number two number five number nine and number ten <laughs> by the way nine and ten are gins super tuna and yours if anybody was wondering and then the this week's top selling albums, BTS Proof is number one. Seventeen Phase of Sun is number five. So it's because I bought three. It's because Laura <laughs> bought three. Not on purpose. Yeah. And there's one Sorry. more. The the Billboard Global chart, excluding the US, BTS is number one. The Hot 100 was very deliberately skewed to uh, measure airtime on the radio. And obviously, no one's going to play a Korean song in the U.S. So that's why BTS didn't come out at all on the top 10. I truly don't don't get the importance of it. Like, I don't think it's actually important. I think it's just like we know that they want it and that it would it's like it's like ARMY's gift to them because that's why we buy the albums and that's why we stream to put them at the top. I was going to say, isn't our gift to them spending ninety nine dollars on shipping? And buying 20 albums when we really don't need 20 albums and giving them all our money. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that the real gift? Is, yes. Yeah. But anyway, the, the point, the other point that Laura wanted to bring up is even though BTS didn't make it on the Hot 100 chart, guess who did? Our boy Bad Bunny. He's killing it. <laughs> El Conejo Malo was good. Killing it. And he deserves it. He's great. He does. The last thing I want to mention really quick from Proof, I decided to go through the whole album pictorials and everything that was inside. And then I got to the thank you notes at the back from the members. 
So I just wanted to read a snippet from Sugar's, not because it's Sugar, but because of what he said, because I think the sentence is important. Towards the end of his thank you, he said, it's an album where we look forward to how long we'll be together rather than how long we've been together. So I think that if anyone was like trying to be like, oh my God, they're really breaking up. And like, I hate it. I'm like, why are they going to be back together? Just chill. Sugar said they're looking forward to their future. That's it. The end. Bye. Mm-hmm. And all their messages were very them. Moving right along. We want to celebrate and shout out a K-pop group that is near and dear to our hearts for breaking stereotypes. And that is CARD. They're one of the only groups that has both, like it's mixed gendered. Um, Male and female members. Yes, which is not very common because men and women, just everybody in general should just stick to themselves because apparently in K-pop, sex isn't a thing unless they're doing it on stage. (laughs) So they they came out with their new um, mini album today. Today is June the 22nd. Um, I personally haven't listened to all of the songs in the album. I really just listened to their title song, Ring the Alarm. We had a lot of thoughts (laughs) after watching this music video. The first thing that we both agreed on was that the choreography did not really match and was not suited for all the members. I think. It was made thinking of the two girls and not of BM and Jaseph. Yeah. So it, it it just it like when I saw the music video and when I saw their live performance, like their showcase, it just looked silly to have BM and Jaseph do the like head. Like there's there's this one move that a lot of girl groups do where it's like like a head little bop with your arms. And it just, it didn't, it didn't look right. It was weird. It doesn't read well. And also like, there's like a throwing it back, which looks great on the girls and doesn't look as great on a six, one (laughs) foot thick, beefy gym bro. Like at all. Yeah. As well as he moves. It's cute when he does it in in like TikTok as like a joke, but when he's trying to sell us this, it just doesn't look right. (laughs) It looks a little weird. Um, And then. Kathy, you were saying something about their height difference. Yeah, like obviously talent comes in many different sizes. I think that you fix that within choreography. In the case of these four, there's only four people Mm. and they're not like BM could stand behind the four, the three of them, even Jason and uh, like still you could still see his full head. So I think they really should have they should put BM on like literal one millimeter soles and then put the girls in like chunky, like big, tall platforms, like a little heel doesn't do enough because Mm -hmm. it just, when, when someone's doing a move by their knees and then his, his knees are like by their chest, it just looks awkward. So I don't, I don't think the choreography, like Laura said, it wasn't made for the four of them in mind. It was made for more of the girl uh vibe and then the boys just like kind of had to go along with it but it definitely Mm -hmm. wasn't made to like highlight their individual charms or their individual dance moves they should have done more things or more times where like the girls were doing something and the guys were doing something different because it made sense like uh, for their 
biggest drop to date gunshot. I thought that choreography, you couldn't really even see the height difference. Like, obviously it was there, but it wasn't something that like you would focus on because the choreography was made thinking of the four of them as a group and not just of like individual members. Um, So it was, it was just weird. The song is pretty good. It has, they know their audience and they know most of their audience is like Latin from Latin America. And it had like, hispanic latin vibes and it was it was pretty good like definitely they know their audience the song as a whole is a bop is a whole it's a summer bop it completely it really is good and i hope all the fans that are gonna get to see them in latin america hopefully (laughs) are gonna have a great time with Mm -hmm. the caribbean tropical rhythms and vibes because it's it's a good song it's good speaking about summer we need a moment of silence for what we're calling our summertime sadness yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't I, I the only thing I can do is laugh because if not I'd be in a whole lot of hurt like to be quite honest like yeah. <laughs> like I guess now I, I consider 17 my second group but for a very long time it was straight kids for Kathy it is 100% still straight kids and when they announced that they were coming to the U.S. for a tour we're like oh my god we're so there we tried getting tickets we were yeah, not it, didn't so work. There. <laughs> it didn't work out Scalpers so and like, oh. second master really said no bitch Mm-mm. so we're like it's fine we can try to get them resale and so we we started looking and the prices were high but like you know okay they'll probably go down a little bit what to me was like yeah girl you're not going was when I looked at the freaking um flights to where we had decided we wanted to see them in Chicago those bitches were five hundred dollars and my husband was coming with us so that's like a thousand dollars for two no just for I literally just went to Chicago in February for a hundred dollars like no well, I no mean it's February, in February. <laughs> but regardless like $500 like no way yeah. I, I have I have things to pay a, yeah. a house to maybe buy unless Miami gets more expensive and you know kicks me out but like no I can't do it it sucks but I can't do it yeah I, I still have some like deep corner of hope in my heart and in my brain because like even though I'm here sitting in my, I'm at my big age, at my big fossil age, you know, with a job and responsibilities and things. I'm so like, why can't I go to everything that I want to go to? Like, I want to live life. I want to enjoy. I was locked in for two years <sighs> and I want to get out and I want to experience all the things that like I wanted to experience. And like, literally every artist said, we're all going to come out during the summer and everyone's on tour. Everyone's dropping music. And Stray Kids is one of them. The other one's Tomorrow by Together. I really wanted to go to that one too. And I was planning like trips, like, cause I, I have a, a work trip. So I was like, maybe I could go here. I could go here and I could like stop here to kind of make it part of the trip. So it doesn't come out as expensive. And it's not like I'm going out of my way to go to the concert. Again, I'm still holding out with like some level of hope here that I can still make it. And then Hobie announces he's going to do Lollapalooza. And I'm like, fucking A bro. Like, and then we have friends that are going to like a lot of these everything how how tell me i want to go i want to go to all the things and you know what bothered me which i mean 
obviously they don't have to talk about it. They're from different companies, but Stray Kids and Tomorrow by Together's Dates, some of them overlapped and it bothered me. It bothered me. Like my guys talk to each other. Like you could get more people if you just kind of give us a little bit. Like if Stray, if Stray Kids and TXC coordinated weekends, we could have done it. Cause then that would have been one yes. trip to go to two concerts. Mm-hmm. But no, nope. but whatever. So anyway, it's fine. So anyway, child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, not a fan. And then whatever, you know, we're, we're going to head in the clouds in August. That's another reason. Like, you know, we're, we're not oh, trying God. to travel like head in the clouds was the first thing that we like scheduled for the summer. So we knew we were going to that. So it's like, you know, how many times are we going to travel in July? The answer is yes. Hope I mean, we we would hope, but it's not actually. Yes, yeah. it's like, nah, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. And then, you know, we had the choice at the moment to to make between Head in the Clouds and KCON without knowing the lineup for either. And that was yeah. a very difficult, well, it wasn't very difficult. But it wasn't difficult at it all. Wasn't. Even. <laughs> it was difficult in terms of like, you know, if they had said that, like, I don't know, Stray Kids was going to KCON, I would have maybe thought about it. But we we're like, no, KCON seems like a younger crowd and it's all indoors. And it's like, eh. We, we know we like the head in the cloud situation, especially because Laura's husband's coming with us. So mm-hmm. it was done deal that we we're going to head in the clouds. But now their uh, lineups have been announced, like the phase one and phase two. And we know that ATs, ITZY, and NCT Dream are all part of it, which are all groups that we like. So mm-hmm. it feels it, very I, unfortunate. <laughs> it's a shame. But at the same time, like I regret nothing because... I feel like, I mean, I've been to comic cons, right? And I feel like KCON is going to be very much that vibe. I, I just want to drink and have a good time. Like, does that sound a little bad? Yes. Do I care? Not at all, because it's the truth. And Head in the Clouds was that for us last year. Like, it was chill. The music is great. Like, all the artists are so talented. This year's lineup, even though we bought the tickets before we even knew who was coming, but this year's lineup is amazing. Like, no regrets. If anything, we can try to catch like a K-pop event um, on that Friday yeah. night if we can convince Ryan to come because yeah. like he probably won't, but maybe he will. We can give him. We can give him some soju at Parks Barbecue. Because so I got tickets to seventeen. <laughs> After we bought our flights to head in the clouds. <laughs> it's because it's a couple of days before and like I'm trying to finesse my way at work of making it okay and I I bought two tickets because I just did (laughs) I just did (laughs) I I egged you on because you were gonna buy just one and I was like just buy two like it doesn't make sense to buy just the one I got so I got two tickets and Ryan has been kind of vibing with 17 recently he has had rock with you stuck in his head for the past like two weeks he'll like come up randomly to me and just start singing some of the english lyrics and i'm like i see you laura's indoctrination is very effective guys very effective so he might be okay with going to a k-pop event on friday we never know and like you said soju barbecue it'll be okay maybe we'll see we'll see yeah so but all those things are out of town and again Mm -hmm. like it's like anytime you have to go out of town it's a thousand dollars at least like Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's the flights it's the stay it's the food it's a transportation between it's a thousand dollars unless we did it like you know backpacking staying at a hostel or something and we're we're not uh, 19 and desperate to be doing that so no not that 
but anyway again those are all out of town the one that we do have coming to town which we were very surprised for a number of reasons is brave girls I saw them for the first time in Jesse's show interview because that's how I meet people uh, or meet the artists and stuff. And I quite like them. And then we saw that they were coming. I think they're going to be here July 12th, yeah, which I think is like the fun. same date that like straight. No, TXT is in Atlanta because I was debating those like cities and stuff. So Ooh. whatever. But yeah, so it was kind of a shock that Brave Girls decided to come to Miami because they're actually coming to like South Florida. I mean, for Lauderdale, whatever. But I was That's like, hmm, Florida. who told Brave Girls about South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale? I'm guessing they want to party and, you know, good for them for Probably. making it happen. But yeah, what was the other surprise, Laura? I, so we were like, you know, we like to go to as many concerts, K-pop concerts or K-pop adjacent concerts that are here in Miami or in South Florida because we want other artists to be like, oh, hey they went and it was successful like we should maybe think about doing a show down there too um so I was like hey Kathy let's let's just check out tickets so I went on Ticketmaster and I was extremely surprised by the price point for Brave Girls their theater is very small which might be a reason but when I put into just normal tickets nowhere near the front just normal tickets it was about 250 dollars for the both of us which is a lot <laughs> like a lot i for don't a group think that we don't say that we're like super stands for exactly like i don't think we paid that much for three tickets to tpr and they're doing theirs in, at the hard rock life which i mean it is a bigger venue but i mean still like it, it was very surprising and instead of clicking buy, we were like, mm, maybe we might skip this one because it is a, it's a little pricey. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a it's not a, it's not a crazy. I mean, like Miami prices for concerts and stuff have been hovering on the, in the hundreds for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's like that's something that you pay for someone you really want to see and you're really mm-hmm. excited to see and whatever. And <clears throat> Uh, we're not there yet with the brave girls so maybe we'll go maybe we won't but we definitely want to make sure that the concert sells out and as well with like with dpr because anyone who's making the effort to come to south florida we really 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 want to thank them (laughs) and kind of switching over to dpr they chose a great venue like an amazing venue well it's not that amazing but like compared to what they could have chosen because i thought if they were going to come here, I thought they'd do something like Revolution Life 100%. because it's very like the vibe of like, you know, people standing up and dancing and all that stuff. But instead, they chose a venue with seats, which is nice because I like sitting. So I, I'm, I'm excited for them, but there's still a lot of tickets that haven't been sold, which is kind of sad. But very also, much. it's a really big venue. I think it holds about open completely it holds about 7,000 people it seems like they're only getting half of the space but they also have a standing only general admission area so it's they can cram in more people so even though it's only half of the theater they're not putting seats in that area so it's a big theater but you know it'd be nice if they could sell it out they deserve it they're really good dpr we gang gang we gang gang 
and mm-hmm. we're gonna try to get people to buy into it because we need to make sure that they feel the love because i personally dm'd ian and she live did. and i was like uh please 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 come to south florida like we we got you we're gonna make sure people come to you and all the things and guess what jokes on me i'm a clown and i lie to them so i'm not happy about that Mm-mm. Part of summertime sadness, again, is uh, all the virtual stuff that is also available. But every time that there's a concert or a fan meeting in Korea, it's either three in the morning or six in the morning for us. And I think I was really excited and willing to do it like up until last year. But then this year we tried to do it with the God 7 fan meeting at three in the morning. Did not work out. We're not we're not that young anymore. So uh, please do fan meetings at a reasonable time for the East Coast. I pray. <laughs> just for us. Too. Just for us. Like, <laughs> Put on a show us. just for us. I don't care about Australia. I don't care about any other continents. No. Just please make mm-hmm. it for us. Thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> or are we? Or am I? No, I'm just. I'm just like I want to go to. I want to like do all the virtual things. Like I didn't do JBs yeah. this weekend, and I was kind of upset that I was like, I'm not gonna be up at like whatever time in the morning and in, in the weekend, like. And he looks so delicious with that he short did. hair. I know, I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, he cut his hair. Me. Not me, not me. I freaking love short hair and he looks adorable he and I am here for it. He I doesn't, love it. He, there, he doesn't know how to look bad, so. No, it's like Jane Young. Jane Young. <laughs> God, um, his short hair. I mean, I get why they were clowning him, but at the same time, like he looked absolutely perfect with that short hair beautiful and i i actually prefer him with the short hair so <laughs> so cute I, know. I got one of the most surprising news from kathy this past week and i it was completely unexpected it was outside of the k-pop realm and it was kind of like okay I see everyone is trying to do what K-pop is doing right now. So the first is Drake and Beyonce decided to come out with some really clubby EDM stuff, which is like, okay, fourth gen K-pop. Hello. Like, wow. (laughs) So uh, people have lots of comments. Uh, I really like Beyonce's song. I like some of Drake's album as well, but it was very surprising from both of them. It's not what anyone yeah. expected. I don't think like Michelle Obama was shook at Beyonce's like song and everyone in the industry is like torn. Like some people are like disgusted with uh, Drake's album and some people are just like enjoying it because it's a clubbing season. So we're just going to wait a second. Rest. Michelle Obama. Mama. She did a whole host for Miss. No, Dang. she did. She did. She did. Oh my God. She fully did. That is hilarious. She said, Beyonce, you've done it again. But she was like, Beyonce, you did it again. You gave us what we needed because Beyonce told us all to go like quit our jobs. And I'm like, yes, girl, tell me more. Tell me more about this philosophy. Release your job. Release this. Release that. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I mean, if she's going to pay me, I'll release it. But I'm down. I'm down. for. If she's not, I'm sorry. You got to pay bills. Yeah. But then guess what she did? Beyonce said, I'm not just going to do fourth gen K-pop here. I heard (laughs) y'all kids are still listening and buying physical CDs because these little things called photo cards and whatever. Well, I'm going to release four boxes, four types of boxes with my album that bring a CD. I don't know what the list, I had like a shirt, like a bunch of other things that the box brings, 
but there's no description. Like the four boxes in, in theory are the same. It's just box one, box two, box three, box four. But yeah, she's like advertising and releasing a physical album because I'm pretty sure she heard that K-pop is still making physical albums a thing. So making a shit ton of money. Now of her fans are all like, oh my God, where am I going to get a CD player? And I'm like, mama, I've been done that. <laughs> like K-pop taught got me. got you. It's cool. But yeah, it was it was very interesting to see how she's promoting yeah. this. So That's crazy. That was, coin. that was unexpected. I think very. that was the most unexpected news Probably. you gave me because the fuck (laughs) and lastly we follow a lot of different k-pop groups on instagram and recently we've been prepped for super juniors comeback that's happening pretty soon when i first saw the post um i was like that's so weird i saw shingong i saw hicho and i was like oh that's so weird like c1 isn't part of it like wow, I I think he's been part of almost all of their comeback. And so I was just surprised, but I was like, you know what? People change, things happen. I'm sure he's still part of the group, but he just couldn't make it to this one. And then today I'm scrolling through and like I see some of their, they've been dropping teasers of each individual member. And today I'm scrolling and I'm like, oh my God, who is this member of Super Junior that I didn't know that's looking this good with his long hair? And it was like a carousel. So I like look at the second picture. It was you. And I, 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 it was, it was a lot to take in. It was a lot to take in. To see one really said, I'm in my Severus Snape era. <laughs> I, when I sent the picture to Kathy, I was like, he looks like an older I am. Cause he, he, it's like a side profile thing. And like, honestly, it just gave me I am vibes when he has like his long hair. It's, it's, it's actually really good. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. I don't know if that's his actual hair or like extensions or a wig, but like I'm so here shocked. for it. I was so shocked. I it looks good. It. Whatever it is, it, it was well done. It was well done. I agree. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, seeing what what we get if we get a music video or something with that hair, I'm dying to see. Super Junior is always a little bit funny to me because every time I think, nah, they won't do that. They do. They always surprise me. They always keep me in my toes. Like. Every time I'm like, okay, no, they're like a little bit older. They're going to try to go for like this vibe. Kind of like 2 p.m. has shifted a little bit. I always think, oh, no, Super Junior is going to like go into that. They say, Nasan, that is not I us. I to my house party and I'm going <laughs> to have pink hair and like <laughs> colorful videos and things. Yeah, that, that And like super like editorial makeup. And it's like, wow, that was really unexpected keeping us on our toes they really really kind of cool age is just a number and with that thank you all for listening to this episode that was a little bit different from our usual we hope you enjoy it let us know all the thoughts please we'll be dropping Mm -hmm. also little clips over all the different topics that we covered today and yeah we hope you are looking forward to our next episode thank you Bye. bye thank you so much for listening to this episode of the mia2k podcast We have lots of great content coming up ahead, so please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!